Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts out there. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor, but still want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, to name a few. Perfect for enjoying with family or friends and taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2570, New Year's Resolutions for Spoonies by Melanie Schwader of abrighterwild.com. And I'm Justin Mollick. This is the show where I usually read to you kind of like an audiobook, but on Sundays, I think it's nice to share an extra episode from another podcast where we read to you. And today's comes from my brother's show, Optimal Health Daily, talking about New Year's resolutions as we inch closer to the new year. If you'd like more about fitness, nutrition, diet, stress management, and anything health-related, you can find Optimal Health Daily wherever you get your podcasts. And you can even submit your own questions and have them answered on Friday editions of the show. You can send a health-related question to health at oldpodcast.com and then listen in to that show on Fridays. Again, that's Optimal Health Daily. But with that, let's get right to the bonus episode as we optimize your life. New Year's Resolutions for Spoonies by Melanie Schwader of abrighterwild.com. The annual fitness and self-improvement craze is officially upon us, and I'm not sure about you, but I'm already tired of it. The endless fitspo and dieting posts are clogging up my newsfeed, and the blogging world is overcrowded with articles about the latest nutrition fads and exercise challenges. And while I absolutely support anyone who is genuinely trying to take better care of themselves, the whole unrealistic January rush really leaves much to be desired, especially for the chronically ill. If you happen to live in a fitness-obsessed state like I do, hello, Colorado, you're probably used to feeling left out because your energy levels don't allow for things like rock climbing and triathlons. And if you're anything like me, you're not really able to take part in training for a 10K or doing the latest exercise challenge that your friends are tagging on Pinterest. This time of year can be especially rough for a spoonie or someone with a chronic disease. And our usual routines of sweatpants, reading, and Netflix are looked upon with more condescension in these first few weeks of January. But I understand not wanting to be left out. After all, setting resolutions or intentions for the coming year is a positive habit that we can all take part in. So, if you are struggling to set aside the unrealistic messages of six-pack abs or boot camp gym memberships, I have a few suggestions for some healthy goals for this year. Feel free to adopt these as your own, modify them, or ignore them completely. New Year's resolutions are about you and what makes you feel better, not what makes your friends feel better, and certainly not about what looks good on Instagram, right? Suggestion one, drink more water. Yes, I know this one shows up on a lot of people's lists, but that's probably because as a society, we are all chronically dehydrated. Drink a fresh glass when you wake up, 
keep a cool bottle nearby all day, sip on some when you're feeling cranky, or we're outside too long, which is super important for those with POTS or postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome. Our bodies thrive on fresh, clean water, and it will help everything run more smoothly. Buy yourself a fancy new water bottle if that makes it easier. And of course, whenever you can, swap in a glass of water instead of soda, juice, milk, or coffee. Suggestion two, take up a new hobby. Bonus points if you can do it from the couch. Many Spoonies spend a lot of time lounging. That's why we drop mad money on yoga pants, slippers, and Kindle books. But it does tend to get boring, and it's great to have something new and engaging that won't sap your energy. Look around at cool new things to try that don't require a huge investment, and play around with one or two. Try drawing, crochet, origami, making little felt animals, or creating your own handmade greeting cards. Maybe you want to learn another language or master Sudoku puzzles. Hobbies don't have to be extreme to be worthwhile. Suggestion three, put down your electronics a little more. I admit, I used to be in the bad habit of staring at my phone for at least 20 to 30 minutes before I went to sleep, and then again, first thing in the morning. But just in the last week, I challenged myself to break that habit and instead revel in the quiet or do a bit of meditation. And I have to say, I feel a lot better. My sleep improved, my morning productivity improved, and my brain doesn't feel as taxed. I know many of us like to stay uber-connected and involved in the more exciting world online, but it's worth it to take more breaks from those tiny blue screens. Suggestion four, try a new way to self-care. Nurturing yourself and being your best advocate is super important for everyone, but especially for the chronically ill. And sometimes our self-care routines get stale. So now's your chance to mix it up. Depending on your abilities and income, this can be anything from treating yourself to a weekly massage to learning how to do an at-home tennis ball massage. Try out dry brushing or oil pulling or splurge on some nice bath bubbles. Maybe you want to sign up on Yoga Glow and try out some easy classes or buy an acupressure mat to relieve pain and improve your sleep. You never know what new thing can make you feel better. Suggestion five, make one new friend. I know, putting yourself out there is hard when you don't have much energy to spare. It's even harder if you're an introvert on top of everything else. Trust me, I get it. But it's really important to have a strong social support system, and new friends can be a great part of that. Nowadays, it's relatively easy to meet new people. So, pick one new group to join or one new coworker to ask out for coffee. Check out places like Meetup, Facebook groups, or even the flyers at your doctor's office or yoga studio to connect with like-minded people. Suggestion six, clean out your space. I recently wrote about the healing powers of minimalism and I've heard such affirming things from people about how it really does work. Don't let yourself get overwhelmed by a full pare down, but start small, perhaps with just your sock drawer. Throughout the year, commit to going through everything that you own and tossing, donating, or recycling everything you don't want, need, wear, or care about. You'll be amazed at how much lighter and fresher you'll feel to get rid of all of that weight. Suggestion seven, be nicer to yourself. The self-punishing language is at an all-time high during this season. So here's your official invitation to opt out. Don't beat yourself up about eating that donut or taking an entire day to lay on the couch and watch trash TV. In our culture's endless quest to self-perfect, most of us get left in the dust, wondering why we're so, insert negative appraisal here, and why we can't get our together. Well, here's the kicker. You are perfect and worthy just the way you are. It's not your fault you're sick. It's okay that the new meds you're on made you gain 10 pounds. Tack up some positive affirmations on your bathroom mirror, 
start a gratitude journal, and start paying closer attention to the negative self-dialogue you use. Because when you start thinking better about yourself, naturally, you will start acting in accordance. So here you are, my fellow Spoonies, seven lovely little resolutions to make this year better and without a shred of kale in sight. You just listened to the post titled New Year's Resolutions for Spoonies by Melanie Schwader of abrighterwild.com. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. As a fellow Spoonie or someone with a chronic disease, I could absolutely relate to these moments when we don't have the most energy to go out there and conquer the world and get in that workout or eat exactly as we should. But what was so great about Melanie's post is that this could apply to anyone. Even if you don't have a chronic condition, you can use so many of these suggestions. You don't need a chronic disease to give yourself permission to be nicer to yourself, for example. You don't have to have a chronic disease to eat that donut or take an entire day to sit on the couch and watch TV. We all deserve that every now and then. But again, when we talk about these types of suggestions, we're not saying that you should do that every day. Instead, these are special days. These are for those days when you've been working so hard all week to stay on track, you've been working out, you've been watching what you've eaten and you feel really good about it, but you know, today, you're just not feeling your best and you just need to give yourself a break. That's great. You can do that every now and then. So in the case of yesterday, for those of us in the US that watched the Super Bowl, if yesterday was one of those days where you were kind of lounging around and maybe didn't follow the most nutritious diet, that doesn't mean today should be another day just like that. Today might be a day to get back on track. And getting back on track doesn't mean you've got to go in for that crazy workout at the gym or only eat salad today. Maybe it's just one of Melanie's suggestions. Maybe today you just drink more water, that you're more conscious today about how much water you're drinking. Or today is that one day you take that coworker out to some coffee. Or if you're back at the office, today's the day you clean out some of that space. If you take the time today to just do one of those things, it will keep you on track because you're gonna feel so good about doing that one thing, it's gonna give you momentum. All right, that'll do it from me for today. I hope you have a wonderful start to your week and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.